1: Uh, relax.
2: I don't want to work. Wake
3: up! I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm not getting up, though. I'm staying in bed. How
4: could you be so lazy?
2: Oh, so lazy. Yes,
5: but this is different. How?
4: How is it different? It's National Lazy Day.
3: It's what you do every day
2: lazy you're not kidding well i'm like a rug on volume i'm talking lazy wow that's really lazy happy national lazy day it's showtime
4: are you ready i like them when they're really big and i think it's better when they're enormous
3: You they think you can tell us what to do
1: you have to ask me nicely
3: you think you tell us what to wear
1: oh hell no
3: you think that you're better how
1: am i gonna stick this in energy
3: straight you better get ready
1: oh it doesn't feel
3: short out to the masters, break it down!
2: Uh, let's get ready to rumble!
0: Hi. Yeah, pack-ass producers. Oh, Gary. Merry Christmas. You better ready to do some kissing? Wax on, wax off.
1: I hear there's rumors on the, uh, internets.
6: Oh, boy, I've never got a package this big. I've always wanted to have a huge package.
3: What? We're going to do this without
0: strippers? God, here we go again. RWRC. Due to some sexual content, parental discretion is advised.
7: Well, good morning and welcome to RWRC Radio, live from the Unico Bank studios, right here on 96.9 The Ticket, Northeast Arkansas Sports Station, Ritter Communications, Tubetown, Channel 21 the facebook live the tune in radio app and r w r c radio.com it is a monday it is a my jam monday it is in fact a my jam movie monday on the show today hope everybody is doing awesome hope everybody survived the weekend and is ready for a hot and steamy Monday, with nothing—and I mean nothing—at all going on in the world of sports. Yeah,
8: it's kind of. Yeah, it's kind of you know slow right now. No, no I man there's, I you know I don't know what we're gonna talk about. <laughs> Speaking of movie Monday, I uh, got home last night and flipped through the channels and sat back and watched an old movie from the late seventies I had not seen. In a long time and uh Okay. Um and and this actor in this movie was his first acting job in a movie since leaving Saturday Night Live. And uh but uh I didn't r forgot how funny this movie was, but uh Goldie Hawn, Chevy Chase, foul play.
7: Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that movie in a long, long time. Kojak
8: Bang Bang. <laughs>
7: Long, long time.
8: <laughs> the, the limo scene with the Japanese tourist, Kojak, bang bang. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I—I I mean, I knew all the—I knew what was coming, but I had seen it so long. But I sat there and just died laughing last yeah. night. Yeah. Well,
7: uh, I tell you what. Uh, on this lovely Monday, uh, news, of course, has been swirling over the last. Uh, I don't know Uh, Gina Jackson says I can't find the movie Xanadu Well funny you say that Actually It is on It's on one of the Streaming services It might be uh, I think it's on Hulu And I think it's on
8: uh, HBO Max
7: But funny you say Because I
8: watched that Not long ago Xanadu Because it's on my All that other stuff List today
7: There you go Yeah I watched it And I don't know I probably watched it A month Month and a half ago Or so But it's on It's on one of the Streaming services uh, but uh, but anyway, uh, news has been swirling in the world of college football. Uh, lots of uh, concerns about whether or not there will be a season this fall. Um, you know, uh, we've been out at uh, A-State Fall Camp the last couple days. Of course, it opened on Friday uh, while we were on air. So uh, Saturday and Sunday we've been out there. And uh, I'll tell you, you know, it's uh, it's about as safe as you could ask yeah. uh, from, a, from a safety protocol standpoint uh, in regards to COVID-19. Um, you watch everybody policing and self-policing, uh, you know, distance and whatnot. Of course, uh, all of the masks, excuse me, all of the face masks on the helmet uh, across that bottom bar where their mouth is is shielded. And so they have that uh, in front of them, but – they do. They they are constantly uh, telling each other to spread apart, and Coach Anderson is preaching it. The entire staff is preaching it, and uh, you can tell that they're taking it very seriously. Now, of course, this is no surprise to anyone uh, because the Big Ten and the Pac-12 have been, you know, absolutely pretty vocal about the fact that they don't think that football should happen uh, in the fall. If the reports are true, Uh, there have been a vote by the Big Ten that uh, they will not play in the fall. It was like 12-2. to And so I will say this.
8: um, If the Big Ten and the Pac-12 don't want to play, sounds good. Well, you talk about the 12-2 uh, vote on the Big Ten. The two teams or the two universities that voted to play in the fall was Nebraska and Iowa. Now, I saw a story before we came on the air I mentioned to you, but uh, Rick Neuheisel, former coach, works for CBS, said his sources uh, from the inside on the Big Ten that there might be some a few Big Ten schools that might be talking to the Big 12 that still want to play. And he mentioned Ohio State, Michigan, Nebraska, and Penn State. Might be talking to the Big 12 and say, hey, can we come join your conference for Mm -hmm. one year? Kind of like Notre Dame did with the ACC. Um, uh, And then, like I said, according to Paul Feinbaum, he reported just a while ago, uh, according to his sources, that the SEC, they're still going to play. Well, and that's the thing. Um, If the
7: way I feel about it is – if those conferences want out, cool, no problem, no problem, go right on ahead. Uh, they're playing conference only anyway uh, in the Big Ten and as as far as the Pac-12 goes. So that sounds great, but that does not mean that the other seven conferences don't play, right? That doesn't mean, and and I would venture to guess if the Sun Belt voted today.
8: Oh, it'd be. Let's-
7: I, I would. I. I personally believe it would be vote to play. I believe it would be that way in the other three G five conferences because obviously the MAC is already out of play. Um, I personally believe the SEC will vote to play. Yeah, I think the Big Twelve will do the same thing. I think the ACC will do the same thing. Well, you know we
8: we were talking about it out of practice over the weekend and, you know, just seeing stuff on her about the big 10. And I kept thinking, you know, they like got the big 10 network. That's a lot of television money you're giving up.
7: It, you know? it is. It is. And, you know, I, I guess where my question lies right now, and of course, we're going to talk a lot about this on today's show, but where my question lies is what has happened over the last 72 hours in the world of the pandemic? That has all of the sudden
8: said we're not going to play football. Well, here's the thing, and I and I was listening to one of the national shows this morning, and and, and they kind of said the same thing. They Craig said, Boone, what up? They said it was just kind of strange. It's like you know the Big Ten was one of the first conferences back in the first part of July, which that feels like that was years ago, right? But you about know, five weeks ago at this but, point. But but first part of July, the Big Ten came out and said we're we're only play conference only. Then last week they came out with the big Big Ten conference mm-hmm. schedule.
7: It's like they're trying to bully the other conferences. And do you really think that you can bully the SEC, first of all? (laughs) Yeah, good luck with that. Um, And so, in my opinion, this is – and, again, this is just me talking. In my opinion, if you are the Sun Belt, you're the ACC, you're the Big 12, you're the AAC, in my opinion – You latch on to whatever the the Southeastern Conference is doing, right? If you've got the Southeastern Conference aligned with you, Mm -hmm. I think you're going to be okay, right? I really do because the SEC kind of has a network too.
8: Uh, uh, yeah, and they're 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 definitely not going to miss out on that. And
7: that network is (laughs) is is owned by uh, who who is that? ESPN. Oh yeah, ESPN owns that network. This is what I'm saying, and in a, a lot I've posted over the last 48 hours or so on social media. Um, to to me, I I look at this in an optimistic way of going. This is an opportunity. This is an opportunity that is being presented for conferences like the Sun Belt.
8: Like yeah. the AAC, well, but the thing is, uh, uh, with the like uh, the Mountain West, well, with the with the Sun Belt, now that that you have the MAC out of the way, CUSA, yeah, but you know, with the MAC not playing because you know they had a lot of week weekday games. Um, but if you've got the Big Ten now, go I mean, the television right now is going like we've got all these slots open. Well, here's but, the uh, thing: I, I, how do, Even how, how do we fill these slots? Even before.
7: Even before this news was coming out about the Big Ten, even before, when I was looking at I was just kind of scrolling through uh, what week one looked like on on that Saturday, September 5th, because you had games starting earlier in the week. Mm -hmm. And so I was kind of just kind of scrolling through to see what those dates looked like and seeing what kind of games were there. And when you start looking at some of those games, you go, well, wait a minute. Arkansas State and Memphis is pretty appealing from a G5 standpoint. And you could very well see that game being picked up nationally. Yeah. If this is what these schools want, cool. Bye. If this is what those conferences want, cool. Bye. It doesn't mean that's what everybody else has to do. Right. I mean, from a financial standpoint, if we're looking at this purely from a financial standpoint, you know, there are just certain, there are certain conferences that are not going to be able to withstand this. They're not going to be able to withstand not playing football in the fall. You're taking too much of a beating uh, from March to where we are now. David Carnes, what up? Halo, Griffin Hogue, what's happening? Got a lot of folks chiming in. So, I believe, personally, just because you're hearing the Big Ten saying, we're not going to play, I personally don't believe that that affects anything that the SEC, the Big 12, the ACC, the Sun Belt, the Mountain West, Conference USA, I mean, the AAC, I personally don't believe that that affects them. Right. I I don't. I believe if those seven conferences still want to play and they vote to play, that the season can still go on. It is 2020 and if you don't believe that crazy ish can happen, <laughs> you haven't been paying attention. Well, I mean, who would have thought that Notre Dame was going to play the 2020 season in the ACC.
8: Right. Now, no one. Now several things here, you know, what are the reasons why uh the Mac decided Chuck, what up dude? One of the reasons why The Mac said, "You know that they're first of all the the Mac walls from a financial standpoint." Well, here's the here's here's the thing. You have I mean, you watched those games with the Mac during the week. We've been to Toledo. They they don't have crowds.
7: The Toledo Toledo was a good team when we played them in the Glass Bowl, and there was no one there.
8: Right now, what I'm getting to is one of the reasons why the Mac said that uh, we're we're not going to play football is that we can't. You know, it's it's too costly to do the testing, the tracing, and all that with COVID. Okay, and I get that, but but also this morning, and I saw this yesterday, but someone made a comment. It's like, well, it take, for example, take care of Arkansas State. I mean, those football players—they're kind of in their own little bubble.
7: Very much so, and and and, and, and I will and, I will give and, you a story.
8: And so, and so, do you do you want to like send those kids home or or away? where you can't control the situation? Yesterday,
7: um, one of our players made it back into practice. He's been out for a couple days with a little bit of uh, a nagging injury. And uh, he. it was during a break because, again, I, I try to just stay out of the way. I don't want to interfere with anybody in practice. I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to get them in trouble. And uh, he, was, he, he shouted my name. He's like, JC, what's up? And he walked over, and we kept about – we, we kept about a good 8 to 10 feet in between us. Yeah. And it was like it was like I was waving at him, you know, like I was visiting him in prison or something. Hey, man, how you doing? You know, let's keep this distance. And it's weird. I got to be honest with you. Spending the last two mornings at A-State football practice and keeping that much distance between me and them is weird. Yeah. And it's weird for me to keep that distance between myself and the coaches. I, I've known a lot of them for so long that it's weird not to fist bump people or walk up and chat, but, hey, it's what we got to do, and I'm good with it.
8: Well, you know, i give you another example. You know, usually I get out there practice pretty early, and and Blake would come over and talk to me. You know, we'll fist bump, you know, and talk, you know, for a few minutes. And then, uh, you know, he he goes coach, and I sit over on the side and, and watch. The past two mornings, he's talked to me, but he's, he's been about 20 feet away.
7: Listen, Coach don't like it either. Coach you know? is one of the most personable people you'll ever meet.
8: Matter of fact, on Saturday morning, he was sitting there talking to me, and I kept going, what? And, and, I, and I said, what? And he finally pulled out his, his mask, and he says, how's your mom? I said, oh, she's doing fine. <laughs> it's uh, it's, it, it's going to be
7: interesting. Like, um, uh, we, we just got a text on the uh, Quality Farm Supply text line from our man, G., he says, "I don't think any of them are playing. Unfortunately, nobody wants the liability issues. That's just me, and and I understand that. I, I think that that is where a lot of this comes from. And I'm going to also say this: if you want to take the finger and point it at someone, point it at the individuals who thought it would be funny and thought it would be advantageous to try and strong arm schools and conferences due to liability. You know, if you remember those certain segment of student athletes that did that, I can tell you that is not." That is not the overwhelming feeling from the majority of student-athletes. The right. majority of student-athletes feel safe, one, mm-hmm. most importantly. Matter of fact, they feel safer being at school playing football than not. Right. That's one. And, and two, two, I think if it goes back to it's real, real simple. If you feel like you're truly in danger and that your well-being is not being considered and so on and so forth – Don't play. Right. Knowing is no one is forcing anyone to play. I can tell you that wholeheartedly. And so, again, I don't understand why it feels like we're making this so difficult. It's not that difficult. If teams, staff, conferences want to play, let them play. If it is a liability issue, let me just tell you how much legal counsel every university in the country has a ton. And they can very easily draw, draw up a document that every member of the staff, every student athlete can sign off on that acknowledges the fact that they understand the risk of the game that they're playing due to the pandemic. And I can tell you an undoubtedly, that 95-plus
8: percent will sign it. Right. Our man Stephen Douglas over at o c l said, I believe the college students will be, be safer on campus than out in the world. On campus, medical professionals are already there, correct? I, yeah.
7: I mean, you know. Well, especially when it comes to student-athletes. Right. They get the absolute best medical attention they could get. Between the the medical staff, the training staff, and everything, trust me. Just imagine if they were at home. Yeah, You can't control that. Do do you think that they're going to have multiple doctors, multiple athletic trainers, uh, even the strength and conditioning guys who help them with anything that ails them? Do you think they're going to have that at their disposal? No. But here's what I don't understand. Like, we'll use the Big Ten for example. The majority, like 97% of the Big Ten schools, guess what they're doing, Walz? Guess what
8: 97% of the Big Ten schools are doing? Uh, They're holding classes oh, yeah, on campus. Yeah. Well, and, that, and that's the other thing. I had a discussion with somebody this morning. Uh, unbeknownst to me, I did not know this until Kelly Dampis put it out there the other day, but the second semester of summer school, they had face-to-face
7: yes, classes. they did. And so so you're telling me, Big Ten... You're telling me it's safe for these cats to walk campus, be in classrooms, being a normal student, but it's not safe for them to play football where they are following strict protocols, and again, they have the best medical attention possible, and they will be playing against other student
8: athletes who are doing the exact same thing. Well, think of it this way, this this scenario, uh, I'll take Arkansas State. All right, you leave the complex. You get on a bus. You travel to to wherever, if it's on a bus, or you travel to Memphis. Get on a plane, but you stay in a hotel. You do not leave that hotel. You mm. leave that hotel. Go to that stadium. You play the football game. You get back on the bus. The whole thing is scripted and no St. Louis Cardinals. Are you listening? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was just yeah. making sure. But but there's no outside interaction with anybody. No. You know, and that's why I,
7: again I can tell you. I have watched it with my own two eyes just here. But this is this is being taken extremely serious by amateur athletes. Yeah. Now, I know some pro athletes don't take it very serious. But these amateur athletes have been taking it very, very serious. But they also will tell you, we know the risks. And we are willing to take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, our man, Craig Boone Jr., chiming in. He says, yes, this is a total mess right now. And I feel personally a lot of these kids are in a better situation staying on campus rather than being back home. Let's just look at TV shows like Last Chance You. Football keeps a lot of these kids out of trouble, uh, et cetera. And, and again, I, I'm telling you, they have been busting their tails to prepare for a season. Why should someone – who is outside of that team? Be making the decision.
8: Right. Well, Craig also said, "Give the kids the option; don't make it for them." And but I mean, they they do. I mean, you know, like like Blake said the other day, why why should people that are not at risk
7: be the ones be making the decision for those that are quote at risk? Right. Why why should they be the ones making it?
8: But like I said, going back to what Craig said, Blake said this the other day on Football Media Day. Blake said. All these kids are here because they want to be here.
7: There, there's no, no no one is being forced to be there. I asked the kids myself. Yeah. I asked them myself. You know? I mean, it, uh, they want to be they want to be exactly where they're at.
8: Yeah.
7: Um and so anyway, we'll we'll we, we've got plenty to talk about on that end of things. We'll have your calmer solutions hot topic of the day. Also, we'll have by the numbers uh, brought to you by United Pawn Brokers of Jonesboro. Also, Damn Man Really brought to you by Stadium Auto Body. And uh, five random facts on this Monday. Brought to you by Orville's Men's Store. Shop Orville's. Show off your stash. Let's get into, quickly, your game day forecast. Brought to you by the Camo Shop inside of RR Farm Equipment
9: Jonesboro.
8: All right, here's your dime. Put it in the jukebox, bye bye. Uh let's go with the letter M. Okay, number five, M. M. Johnny Five is
7: alive. Well, and and I'm feeling I'm feeling like this will be a good one for you, Walls. Okay, uh, this is going to remind me of your days at the Pav. <laughs> if. if- if this song had been present when you were at the path back when you were having
8: dance-offs with De- with uh, with Jesus, so here you go. <laughs> Wait, a minute, I gotta put my penny loafers on. <laughs> All right, let's watch the game day forecast by the Camel Shop. Heat advisory today. To include most of the Mid-South and Northeast Arkansas. For Monday afternoon, the heat index right now. Forecast to reach anywhere between 105 and 110. So, boys and girls, if you're outside today. Man, I tell you what, I was showing some houses yesterday. Oh, yeah. Wear some light clothing drink plenty of fluid.
7: After being out at football practice in that glorious heat, then showing houses in it. I was pretty tired of the heat yesterday oh, yeah. by the time I finally got um, home yesterday.
8: storms become possible late tonight ahead of a cold front. This front will set the stage for the rest of the work week, allowing for, allowing for scattered thunderstorms each and every day. Next few days, rain chances are about 50-50 with highs around 90. Rain chances go down later in the weekend into the weekend, but the highs still be around 90. Now, right now, next week, we'll see some more rain, but highs in the mid-80s to 90 degrees that's, be- that's better than these last couple days also one other thing before i get to all that other stuff starting tomorrow boys and girls yes now if you've been down on that side of town it's already you know i can't use the word but you'll, you'll know what word i'm talking about but starting tomorrow nettleton the intersection of nettleton oh and highland,
7: highland.
8: yeah they're shutting it down they're shutting it
7: Woo! down and, that, and in case you don't know that's Exactly the way you go to get out to
8: uh, all of the factory world yeah. out there, and if you head out Lake City, mm. so uh, take alternate routes. Speaking of now, Lake City, I'm glad you brought that okay, up. But I was gonna say, hold, hold hold that thought, Lake City. But now, once they get that overpass done, that will be nice, right there. That is nice, all right, Lake City. Yeah,
7: so you know, if, I don't know how many people over the past I don't know year or so. Anytime the the letters DMV are brought up are like, man, go to Lake City. It's so much quicker, and they're so much nicer. So I had to go to the DMV on Friday, not exactly what I want to do on a Friday. Right. Friday at the DMV, that's a bad combination anyway, but I had to go. So – I first went down to Southwest Drive to see what ours looked like. And you said, no, nah. And seen the line out the door into the parking lot, yeah. almost touching Dairy Queen, it felt like. Really? That's what it felt like. Yeah. Okay. It might be a slight exaggeration, kind of like you're six foot tall. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm looking at this and I'm like, all, all I hear in the back of my head is all these people going, go to Lake City. I was like, I'm going to Lake City. So you went to Lake City. So I drove to Lake City. I get out to Lake City, and I will tell you this: I get there, and I'm like, oh, okay, there's like five people outside the door. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no problem. That's not a big deal, right? Park, hop in line. I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there. 45 minutes later, I'm still sitting there, and no one has moved. Yeah. Into the inside. Yeah. Little did I know that there was five different seats in there. And you have to sit by number. When you come in, you're five. Right. When someone else goes, you move to four, to three, to two, to one. Two and a half hours later, (laughs) I leave Lake City. Yeah. I'm standing in line, and uh, one of the officers came out because, again, you have to have a mask on. They take your temperature, following protocols. I did all of it. Whether I like it or not, I did it. And so I walk in. Of course, one of them recognizes me. Uh, And and it was for a good thing. It wasn't a sheriff's deputy recognizing me for a bad thing. And he was like, JC. And I was like, yeah, Hey man, what's happening? He's like, man, you picked a bad day to come here. I was like, "I, I can tell. He was like, yeah, we've got, we've got one, one lady working today. And I was like,
8: Ah. So one lady to service To everybody. serve
7: everybody. Ah. And so anyway, and then there was one that was kind of a difficult customer who Kevin had to leave and come back, leave and come back, because they didn't have everything they needed to have, which then made her job about 20 times harder. Wow. Ah. Uh, but I appreciate her. She was awesome to me. All the people were very nice, but
8: it was a two-and-a-half-hour visit to the DMV <laughs> in Lake City. All right. On to all that other stuff. I know we got a phone caller waiting on us. Uh, on the state 1948 on ABC – uh, TV, Candid Camera made its uh, debut. 1954, Elvis Presley made an appearance in Memphis, where he debuted the song, That's All Right, Mama. Yes. 1980, the film Xanadu was released in theaters Uh huh. on this date 40 years ago. Yes. 1983, Billy Joel released his ninth studio album, An in- Innocent Man. 1984, Red Dawn was released in theaters.
7: Yes. A good movie. Uh, both. Both. There's there's a remake of oh, it, too. Oh, early. I, yeah. I
8: know that. Yeah. 1985 again. He lost his beloved bike. Spoiler alert. It wasn't in the basement at the Alamo. Pee-wee's big adventure was released in theaters.
7: I also got in trouble when I went to the Alamo. I know. I
8: texted you. I said, hey, ask someone you want to go see in the basement. Yeah,
7: I got in trouble. I was like, is it possible for me to go somewhere and not get in trouble? I'm in San Antonio. I walk in the Alamo, and I promise you, I'd been in the Alamo for a grand total of 30 seconds. Yeah. And they come up and tap me, and they're like, <clears throat> excuse me, sir. And I was like, yes. Uh, No photography. And I was like, what? And they're like, you need to delete that. I was like, yeah, okay, delete. Uh, d- they do realize that when you delete it, it's still on your phone, and yeah. you can recover it yeah. until you delete it permanently. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, hang on. Click, 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 click.
8: Let me delete this real it's quick. Gone. And they're back. Uh, also on this date, 1985, the film Summer Rental was released. That's a good movie. That is a good movie.
7: Uh, is that Mark Harmon? Who's that? The Wasn't it Mark Harmon is the lead guy in Summer Rental? Oh, I... I
8: is it? I, 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 I'm trying to remember. I'm thinking John Candy and Dan Aykroyd, but that's... No, no, no. No, that's... Um, the, are you talking about, like, The Great that's, Outdoors? Yeah, that's The Great Outdoors, I'm... Um, I know. I just. I'm trying to. Think. It's
7: it's worth a. Gr- it's worth a Google. Continue.
8: All right, and finally, the last one, 1989, The Abyss, that was directed and produced by James Cameron, was released in theaters. Let's see. It is. Uh, it does have John Candy in it.
7: I can't remember. I don't know why I'm thinking that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Karen Allen, Carrie Green, Joey Lawrence. Hmm. I guess not. Mark Harmon. I don't know. John Larroquette. Uh, but yes, John Candy was in that John Candy, man. Golly. I, I am a big fan of that guy. Big fan of John Candy. Oh yeah. Rest his soul. Uh, let's see here. Getting some text messages on the quality farm supply text line. Uh, miss Valerie Boyle. What up? Boyle property inspections. She says Sykes and rodeo had four nights of rodeo with well over 5,000 attendees on Friday night. Uh, She said, Cody Johnson was the concert entertainer. Afterwards, stands were packed elbow to elbow with rodeo contestants not even wearing masks. Uh, She said it was from 6 p.m. to midnight. Less than 1% had masks on, and that was the rodeo concession and drink stand workers. Fans were not required to wear a mask. I know this was the boot hill, but no different than athletic events. So there you go. Hmm. How about that? Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. Okay. Okay. Anyway, we've got uh, quite a few messages still popping in. Uh, let's head quickly to the Back in Action hotline. We'll talk to our man, Tracy. What up, dude? What's going on, guys? Alive and kicking, brother. Live and kicking.
1: I heard that, dude. You know, uh, my wife, that's where my wife came from, Sykes, Missouri. We got married for 91. I'll tell you what, every year I have to hear about that. Yeah, the Sykes rodeos have this weekend. I'm thinking, once you get you a bus ticket, once you go up there and stay all week and take your car, it don't matter to stay up there. You'll so have to hear that every weekend, every, every week, every year, you know, the Sykes Rodeo, Sykes Rodeo. I went through there Saturday. I uh, got my route done. i did that all night long. And when I pulled in there at the parking lot and put the truck inside the fence there and locked it up and got ready to leave for the weekend, I thought, you know, my dad's got a 83rd birthday coming up, August the 17th. You know, he's been gone about 18 years. And I thought, I'm driving to St. Jim, Missouri. I'm going to have me a pleasant ride. Six o'clock in the morning, I could be up there in a couple hours, you know, maybe an hour and a half. And so I got in that car and I drove up there. Well, I played scratch off. From the time I hit that Missouri line, I always say, Jim, Missouri. Whichever where I went, everybody outside town said, hey, man, you got a mask you put on? I said, no, I got this medical card in my front pocket. You want to read that? Because I got I to gotta go to the bathroom right now, and we'll mess with that later. Everybody was respectful to me. It was good to me. But, boy, that's the biggest mess I put up my whole life going up there to Missouri Saturday. When I get home, most time I go straight to the house and go straight to my pat machine. I go to bed. I don't get out in the public because it seems like it's all you have to hear anymore is about the virus and the pandemic and all this stuff going on. St. Louis Cardinals ain't played a ball game since God knows when, and so it's one of them things, guys. I'm ready for all this stuff to get over with and get on a plane and fly somewhere else because I'm tired of hearing about it, you know. But uh. But it made it all good, guys. I uh, I left up there at Cape Girardeau, Missouri, and bought me a 30-pack of them White Castle burgers. And I bought me a big old pack of that Obel sauce from St. Jean, Bought a six-pack of bottled water. the time I got down to that uh, Arkansas state line, I done 18, 18 of them burgers. So I had a pretty good trip coming back, <laughs> going up there because I didn't stop none, you know.
7: 18? But, uh,
1: <laughs> but I had I had 18 of them gone. I noticed <laughs> before I hit that state line, I was like, you know, I went through 18 M burgers. I didn't even miss them. I guess I guess I was just driving so quick. I had them <laughs> on like 82 crews. I looked up out of my dashcam rearview mirror back the uh, other side of uh, where would it be in there? Hey, Ty, get ready to cut across there at Kennett. And I seen this silver ride behind me, a pretty good way. And i thought, you know, I pretty well spot a state trooper most of the time being a driver all night 22 years. And I seen it coming closer and closer. And I thought, well, I'm gonna go ahead and pull this thing down just in case. And I put it over on 72. He came on by, and he kept on coming past me on by, and waved his hand up a little bit, and I kept on eating hamburgers. <laughs> I sure wasn't in the mood to get no tickets. I wasn't going to trade out no tickets for no hamburgers because <laughs> I was hungry. And if he had anything You get wrong,
7: too I'm many hungry, tickets, you can't on. afford to buy hamburgers.
1: I'm telling you, man, you know, but he uh, he was real friendly. He come on past me, and I let him on through. You know, I pulled over out of his way. That SUV he was driving. But I'll tell you what, it was, uh, it was a good trip just to go up there and get out of the house you know cause i don't get out very often my wife had a 50th birthday or friday and to what i'm doing right now i'm eating some fruity pebbles with some cake on top of it and a, some milk i mean cake i turned show on a yes my birthday cake I turned 50 friday
7: well happy birthday tracy and uh
1: I, so is this no, is this
7: a, your wife turned turned, 50? Yeah,
1: my wife turned 50 you're not my wife supposed to say
7: her age tracy
1: She ain't home anyway. You're
7: supposed Uh, to lie. You're supposed to be like, yeah, my wife turned 30.
1: Okay, my wife turned 30. How's that?
7: There you go. There you go. But you're eating Fruity Pebbles with cake on
1: top? I got some Fruity Pebbles, all that. My my daughter likes that mixed color cereal. And uh, I got me some uh, birthday cake left over, and I got me some milk. That's what I'm eating. You are the
7: picture of health, Tracy. 18 White Castles and uh, Fruity Pebbles with cake on top.
1: You know them hamburgers. I'll tell you something. Them hamburgers are pretty fresh, but I, you know we talked about that a few times. I don't much care for all them little onions falling in my ride. You know they're all in my seat. I had to clean my car because I don't much care for stuff in my ride. I like my rides clean. You
8: well, know? you know you get those without onions.
1: Yeah, I, I was in a hurry. Uh, all the lines. You had to go through a lot of lines up there, which had a lot of place that uh, I talked to a buddy of mine up there, and he said, man, he said. They go into restaurants all the time around here, man, and sit down and eat. You know, and mask. In some towns they wouldn't say nothing about it. In some other towns they was. You know, it just it just been one town you was in. Uh, I stopped at my first stop was uh, what's that little town outside of Kent? Seen Nobody asked for no mask. I went to use the bathroom, to get some scratch off. So I got up around uh, somewhere else and ain't asked for none. Crichton, cut up there to uh, Cape, and nobody said anything until I got around to go to the bathroom there, and they wanted a the mask. I don't know. It just—it was a good trip anyway, guys. But back to sports. Baseball. Uh, I've been keeping up with all this stuff. You know, the Dodgers doing real well. Cubs are even doing pretty decent. Uh, you got the Yankees doing well, and even the Rockies are uh, playing pretty good baseball right now. Um, uh, we got a few few good baseball teams playing some ball this year, and I'm looking for the Yankees and the Dodgers being World Series this year.
7: Well, uh, Tracy, I would like to, I would like to uh, acknowledge your comment about my Cubs when you're saying they're doing pretty good. They have the best record in baseball, so that is pretty good.
1: Well, yeah, you're, you know.
7: I just thought I would help you out because I know that that makes you want to choke on your Fruity Pebbles and cake about now that I tell you that the Cubs have the best record in baseball, but it's, it's okay, buddy. I promise you at some point in time, the 2-3 and three St. Louis Cardinals will play again. They will play again at some point, Tracy.
1: Well, you got I got Jimmy calling from California every day. You know, I have to I have to see his text message when I leave at night it's eleven o'clock at night. He's already sitting in Mexico. it's only nine o'clock where he's at, you know, in California. He's well like, right now so
8: right now the Cardinals have got fifty five games to play in forty six days.
1: Yeah. Hey, how are you good morning, Walls. I'm sorry, buddy. No, um, no, no, I just, I, just, I, th- I thought I'd just, I just
8: share that with you. they got 55 games to play in 46 days. So, uh, I guess they'll have a lot of double-headers.
1: Yeah, you know, there's, they've already started doing that also. You know, I uh, I hear that sports radio 12 straight hours during the week all night long and in the morning going to bed. But I'll tell you what, it's just a uh, lot stuff going on right now. And you look at old uh, – look at Lakers, man. They done got their seed. Um, look at basketball, NBA basketball. I mean they've been doing pretty good. It's been pretty safe. Oh, they've had a few blows up when it first started, but it seemed like that's been going over pretty good right there, you know, and, and golf, who would think how many people you know, you just had Hudson when it they You look how many people have been watching that compared to all the other sports.
8: Right? Well everybody's hungry for sports. I mean we went months without any sports on T V, so everybody I mean you could have a Tillywink Tournament and people would watch it. Right, uh, now.
7: I did, I did.
6: Did you? <laughs> did I you? did, I did.
7: You, you gotta, you gotta. Did hey, you listen, listen, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you, uh, Tracy. You find things to do when there's no sports going on. Uh, you start making up games and stuff.
1: <laughs> I like playing horseshoe myself, you know. And I told you about the old spoon game one time. You know, get you eight players at a table and put you seven spoons in the middle of the table in a, in a, in a sack. And somebody at the end of the table, count one, two, three, and everybody go grab for a spoon. Whoever can get a spoon, kick him out. And go on down until that one spoon's left. And I'm going to tell you right now, we played that up in Nashville, Kingsley Springs, up Tennessee, my family, a Lori's family before. And I'll tell you what, you come up with some pretty good bruises on your hands and stuff sometimes, but you come up with all kinds of stuff going on, you know.
7: Well, hey, I'll tell you this. Uh, John Glover and Uncle Walls uh, played a spoon game one time uh, when we were playing Western Kentucky up in Bowling Green. I I woke up, looked over in the other bed, and they was playing the spoon game. I thought that was just – I was like, what am I seeing here? (laughs) Speaking of white castles, oh, we God. had white castles while we were there. Yeah, we did. <laughs>
6: Shit.
1: I found a- out
8: oh, uh, Trace, Trace, Trace. <laughs> All right, Tracy. Well we got another call on, bro. Oh, Trace.
1: I found out Saturday that they're making a they got a hundred pack of those white castles and I'm thinking, you know, that'd be a pretty good contest right I don't
10: have drink I don't have drink no
7: dad gum milkshake. I drank my water. Yeah, I don't know if the bathroom can handle that, Tracy.
1: <laughs> There'd be a lot of onions going on. You know I mean? Oh God! Oh, oh, oh! You well, let me to say go. something before I leave out here, man. Oh God! Let me say something. I'll, say something. I'll give you a microphone back. I want to say a big old shout out to Zach out there, my boy. He got screwed over the other day on radio, man. They picked a the number one car for the week. And they screwed Zach over. I'm going to give you a bunch of uh, security, and we're going to go find this Craig Miller guy. we am going to whoop him up because Zach deserved that first caller of the other uh, week. You know, I want to say hi, to old Zach, and old Chuck out there. And uh, Quattro,
7: I ain't heard about Quattro in a long time. Oh, he's listening.
1: Guys, have a great day, man. All right, we'll see, see you, buddy. See you. Let's see you.
7: <sighs> you know, I love, I love I love White Castles. Uh, hang on, hang on. I loved. White castles. Before that conversation with Tracy. Well,
8: I I will say this uh, on, our, on, on our trips to St. Louis. Uh, when we get down to uh, Festus, we take 67 down to Popper Bluff. Actually, it's it's I, I people argue with me all the time. It's not even, it's not faster. Oh, yes, it is. If you oh, take, it's definitely faster. It's a lot faster. Uh, you it's, and I have made your St. Louis. And no, three no, three there's no doubt. It's, but we've always stopped. It's at, faster. Stopped at that White Castle right there in Festus and get get one of those briefcases. And yeah, by the time we get to about Popper Bluff, uh, about half the briefcase is gone.
7: Yeah, but we're sharing it. Yes. <laughs> not <laughs> not by ourselves. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, our man, Mr. A chimed in on Facebook live. He says thousands of players have taken to Twitter to express their opinions on this. A lot of them are saying they're safer at school. How about we listen to them for a change? NCAA miss Zan out there watching uh, proud mama of Jay Adams, Jr. She says, we want football. You know, that's something else that I wanted to mention that I haven't had a chance. Miss Lisa, just one second. I'm coming to you. Not only are the players doing it, But the parents are doing it as well. Right. The parents are doing it. You know, and I said this I don't know how long ago in regards to high school athletics in the fall. Uh, My daughter is a student athlete at Jonesboro. I would sign whatever I needed to sign for her to be able to play, and so would she. Right. We would be uniformed in our decision. We understand what the risk is, and we're willing to take it as well. I I can tell you that that is the overwhelming sentiment. Across social media, the parents that I know here locally, I've talked to several of them over the last 48 hours of student-athletes at Arkansas State, and every single one of them
8: have the same response. Right. We want our kids to play. Right. Well, Period. Yesterday, there was a handful of parents out there of, of ASU football players, and, and the thing is, I've seen them on social media, and they're 100% supporting their 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 sons and uh and they feel they're they're safe also too all right
7: let's head to the back in action hotline let's talk to miss lisa how are you miss lisa
11: well i'm trying to uh stay sane is what i'm trying to do and that's that's hard for me
8: well i think um, you're okay because according to paul feinbaum the sec is gonna play football this fall
11: well, I mean, here's the way it works. Now, this is what I've been told, and I don't take people's word for anything anymore, Wally. I respect your opinion, but I do. Oh, well, it's own not my opinion. I'm just, anymore. I'm just
8: quoting what Paul Feinbaum said on, on social media this morning. Well, well and I mean, you and don't others.
11: anybody to me. I don't, he don't have, He don't hold any more weight with me than I do.
8: Well, what about Tony Barnhart?
11: Um, yeah, I like Tony Barnhart, well, but he, I'm not, well, he, I'm not well, here he's, to take people's Okay, opinions. well,
8: he said the same thing.
11: Well, let me do my call. Here's what's going to happen. You got five power conferences. What it will hinge on, and I don't care what Tony Barnhart said, and I don't care what Paul Feinbaum said. Now, I know what Sam Pittman said for the Razorbacks. He's the first Coach, and I, I was proud of that. That came out and said in the SEC, We want to play parents on board and everything because I totally agree with what you said, JC, that they're better off playing football than they are out here roaming the streets. Okay, the SEC wants to play the ACC. Now, I'm talking about Power Five. We hadn't heard a peep from the big 12 screw the big 10 screw the pac 12 in fact throw the pac 12 out of the power of five and end up some other conference they're not they don't all they want to do is hug trees so i don't care about the pac 12 anymore now the big 10 they started this crap two or three players found a loophole that weren't going to get to start and found a way to sue and get money. They should be immediately, because they know who they are, off the team, off the campus, and sitting at home. Now, the Big 12 better get up today and say, yes, we want to play, or we're going to be in some trouble that we won't ever find our way out of. And I don't think people, I know y'all probably do, but people like, uh, for example, I'm not picking on Tracy, but it's not funny to me. I mean, here we are about to go down with kids and everything else, and he's worried about Fruity Pebbles and cake. <laughs> are you following me?
7: Hey, uh, Miss Lisa, let me tell you this. I, mean, uh, I just I just I mean, I, got a quote. Uh, you'll want to hear this. Uh, there's a quote uh, that's going around, and it's multiple members of, of the media that are passing it around. Okay. There's a Power 5 AD that has said it's looking more and more like it's the Big Ten and the Pac-12 versus the SEC, ACC, and Big 12. So it's 3-2 to well, two right now. Well, makes me feel good. Okay.
11: Okay, well, let me tell you something. You take college football away at any level. I don't care what what level it is. I'm speaking up for all college football. It means a lot. You know, I'm just about to cry over this stuff. And people say, "Boy, she's crazy. She takes this stuff." No, I've seen young men that it made a difference in their life. College football did. High school football did because they ran. Went. They just bloomed overnight in high school and got an educate. I mean look at Jonathan Adams. Let's let's use him for an example. Look how much he's come along in the last few years. He's a stud. Yes, he ma'am. is a stud. And to take something from him because you wanna climb a tree, you're out of your mind. And I I mean it. I, I'm you know, I'm for all the players. I mean, my team is the Razorbacks, of course. I love them with all my heart. But uh, I don't want to see Jonathan Adams get screwed over. I don't want to see Blake Anderson get screwed over. And we're going to have to, as fans and people, people say, oh, you can't demand nothing. You're just yes, you can. Listen, the people that buy the tickets, buy the soda Pop and everything else that we buy to go, If we say we're done, then some of these people—can you imagine what it would do to the town of Jonesboro?
7: Yeah.
11: If if ASU does not—I mean,
7: that's a a great example. You know, that—that's something, Miss Lisa, that I believe. You know, and I I mentioned that on social media last night. That's what people—I think—so many don't. Every college town will be adversely affected without college football.
11: It. I mean, y'all can laugh at me if you want to. I don't care. I'll be 62 in November, and I'm proud of it because I could start drawing my check. <laughs> um, I won't get to dance on a pole on Dixon Street and get my $22 one bills. My golly, I want them. Well, And then, like I say, go back to – I just – I don't understand the thoughts of the Big Ten.
10: Right.
11: I mean, they are running – they are, you know, you, I don't know how one man at one university people, the Ohio state, I hate the big 10. I hate Ohio state. Chuck, are you listening to me? I hope you are. Oh, he's listening. But, but if, if something happens that we don't get to, I don't care if the Razorbacks lose every game. Yes, they drew Florida. Yes, they drew Georgia, but let me, I, here's the way I feel about it. I'm like Steve Spurrier said years ago when he was beating everybody 50, 60, 70 points. If you don't like it, get better. So if any of us, any of our teams get beat bad, get better.
7: Then you don't I agree have with to that. worry about it. Yep, I agree with that. Well, Miss Lisa, you got your whisk. Really? Uh, your whisk, Chuck, Chuck me. disjoined.
11: Chuck. Screw your (laughs) Buckeyes. Screw your
7: Buckeyes. Wow. All right, time of the hour.
11: Listen, listen, I'm mad. I'm not not eating fruity pebbles and ice cream and milk. Mm. And I'm not, I'm not, oh, I tell you what, people kill me trying to tell other people how to live their lives. And these kids have has been out here, I gotta say this, and then I'll get off here. I know y'all need me off here For I say... Well, I, I just want to get Chuck in before
7: y'all. the top of the hour.
11: Okay, well, let me go. Screw his Buckeyes!
7: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a mic drop. She- Listen, I-, I understand where she's coming from in terms of the Big Ten. The Big Ten seems to be the culprit right now. I can assure you that Chuck does not agree with what the Big Ten is doing right now. Um, but... I have been saying this for probably 48 hours or so based on that that quote that I just read. I've been saying that for like 48 hours. It's the Big Ten and the Pac-12 versus these three other conferences. Right. What we need, now listen to me, and what does the Big 12 typically do, Walls? What does the Big 12 typically do? They typically do what the SEC does.
8: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, They cool, mirror you
7: know, each other okay. in decisions. Yeah. So, we need the Big 12, we need the a, uh, the SEC and the ACC, we need them to unite and say, we're playing. Hey, Big Ten teams, you want to play? We'll make room for this year, yeah. this year only. We could be closer and closer, Walls, to those 16-team power conferences that people talk so much about. Yeah, 2020, and I will say this, and I'm going to hurry up and get there to Chuck so he has a chance to chime in real quick before the top of the hour.
8: 2020 will forever change the landscape of sports, period. Oh, yeah, I agree. Well, like I said before, Rick Neuheisel said his sources are saying behind closed doors, Ohio State, Nebraska, Michigan, and Penn State is talking to the Big 12. All right, let's uh, give Chuck a shout. What up, dude?
7: What's going on, fellas? Hey, you think Miss Lisa's fired up?
6: (laughs) Man, she is fired up. (laughs) She is fired up. Hey
10: Miss Lisa, I love you, dear. I'm not going to down your hog.
7: Yeah, uh, well, well. Hey Chuck, how do you, how do you how you feeling about the Big Ten about now?
10: Dude, I
6: think they're being stupid. But you know, man, everybody's wanting to talk about the Big Ten, and that's because the Pac-12 is not relevant anymore, man. They all the Pac-12 started this stuff last week. You know when they had players coming out asking for. Uh, hazardous pay or they wasn't going to play. You know, so they started all this last week. And I'm not taking up for the Big Ten, but they're being stupid if they don't want to play football. Stay at home. I agree
8: with Mr. Lee. Well, I say this about the Pac-12. The Pac-12 dragged their feet uh, several years ago. Uh, and, and, And when I say dragged their feet, it's all about television money. Because, you know, the SEC's got the SEC network. you got the ACC network now, the Big Ten, They have their Big Ten network. Uh, and then, of course, you know, uh, with the Big 12, you know, they have somewhat of a network. Of course, it's the Longhorn Network because of Texas. But the Pac-12 dragged their feet. And, you know, they kind of signed a deal with Fox. But it wasn't really that great of a deal. And mean, you know, the, the 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 cards are stacked against them anyway because they're on the West Coast and most of those games are you know late on Saturday night. Because matter of fact, we've you know, driven back from uh, uh, games on road trips, and the last game of the night, we're listening to West Coast games and mainly Pac twelve on Sirius XM. But the biggest exactly. thing with the Pac-12 is they've lost a lot of money over the past couple years because they have such a horrible TV deal. So they're suffering already. And the last thing they need to do now is not to have a football season. I mean, are you talking about just not going to be even relevant anymore? Right. I mean, you know, they done lost their TV. You know, didn't they have a, a TV like the Pac-12 TV? No, they no, had a deal, deal with Fox. And, but it wasn't really th- that great of a deal.
6: Okay, see, I was thinking they had a channel. Also.
8: No, no, they they yeah, had, they don't have a network. No, but they had a deal with okay. Fox. But, but
7: they were doing now. I will say they were doing some kind of streaming deal. Yeah, because I remember when we played uh, uh, USC, uh, there were a lot of people trying to figure out to watch, and they had like a streaming deal at that time. Of course, that's been several years ago at this point since we played USC, but. But uh, but yeah, so it's, I'm telling you, Chuck, um, You know, I, I said this yesterday to a lot of people. I said those student athletes who thought it would be cool to try and bully uh, the conferences, try to bully the Pac-12, uh, even some of the Mountain West student athletes tried to bully the Mountain West. Um, those are the ones that a lot of people should be looking at right now because from a liability standpoint, that's where it freaked everybody out. And so you have all these other student athletes that – don't think that way that are wanting to play and that are ready to take the risk. And so that's where a lot of this is coming from.
10: Oh, I agree with you. And I will say this, man. If the SEC was to come out and be doing
7: all the stuff that uh, the Big Ten is doing right now, there wouldn't be no football. I agree. And that's why I'm saying as long as the SEC is saying they want to play, I feel pretty good.
6: No, I do too. I do too. And, Miss Lisa, I hope you get the feeling better, dude. It'll be all right, man. It'll be all right. Thank y'all for taking my call,
7: and y'all have a great day and go buck out. See you, buddy. All right, top of the hour break now. We ain't even fired off the hot topic of the day yet. We'll be back. at Rhino Car Wash
9: HEMS connects you to doctors online who can evaluate you and, if appropriate, prescribe the medication. And a pharmacy sends it right to your door. HEMS makes it affordable, private, and incredibly easy. Nobody likes dealing with ED. Now, thanks to Hims, nobody has to. And that's really good news. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, forhims.com slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash
3: joy of suits, sports coats, slacks, and even next-day tuxedo rentals. Any style, all budgets. 2612 East Middleton, just off Red Wolf Boulevard, next to Steamroller Blues, or shop online at MS.com. Like us on Facebook and follow Orville's on Instagram.
2: Welcome back to Amazon Prime One Day Delivery Trivia. Now to the next question. Susan and Tom just ordered a party-sized bag of candy, a piñata, and a karaoke machine for their kids' 8th birthday party, all using Amazon Prime one-day delivery. Assuming there are 10 rambunctious kids at the party, what else will she need to order in one day? Adam. Um, aspirin? Correct. Introducing one-day delivery from Amazon Prime. Order from millions of items. Tranquility delivered.
7: And now back to RWRC radio with JC and Uncle Walls, fueled by Flash Market, live from the Unicorn Bank studios, right here on 953 The Ticket, AM 970, Ritter Communications Tube Town Channel 21, Facebook Live, and RedWolfRollCall.com. He's out. They say can be done. Well,
8: we had a couple of uh, requests from Alo on the Quality Farm Supply text line. One of the best uh, songs from one of the best movies ever made. I mean, theatrical magic <laughs> is, is what that
7: is. It's a My Jam Movie Monday. I know it's hard to tell because we have taken one commercial break. In the first hour we, of this show, we
8: knew today was going to be wild and crazy. Yes, yes, it's a wild, wild west.
7: Yes, and and to think that in the first hour we had the wild-eyed Southern boy himself. Yeah, and 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 the the wild-eyed the the wild-eyed Miss Lisa uh, as well from Light. She was fired up. Everybody's fired up. Yeah, listen, I will say this. I'm gonna say this, and I don't talk politics on this show for a lot of reasons. I also don't really talk religion for a lot of reasons on the show. It's just always been something for 10 plus years that I don't delve into on this show. If you want to see you think you think politics fire people up, mess with college football. Mess with college football, especially
8: in the south. It is a religion.
7: And watch what happens.
8: Yeah, it is a religion.
7: Watch what happens when you mess with college football. Mm -hmm. You're just getting a little taste of it on the show right now. But look at social media. I I said this last night. For a lot of people, there are some people who are not into sports that think sports don't matter. You could not tell over the last 24 hours. Have you ever have wondered how important sports are to people? How important or the roles that sports play in people's lives. Just tune into social media over the last 24 hours and you'll see just exactly. You'll see just exactly how important sports are in in our day-to-day life. I mean, I'm just telling you right now. And so uh, anyway, back in action hotline 8703300927. Quality Farm Supply text line 870372RWRC. That is 7972, and as always, you can reach us all across that bright and very, very shiny, freshly vacuumed Rhino Car Wash social media sideline, Twitter, Instagram, and the Facebook on this My Jam Movie Monday.
8: All right, so I think I guess it's time to do the hot topic of the day. (laughs) Oh, finally! Wait, we have one
7: of those brought to you by Calmer Solutions. I think we've talked about it without even firing it off. I think everybody knows
8: (laughs) what it's going to be.
7: Well, I, I put it out last night. It was just something, man. I was I was laying there last night, and I'm seeing everything that's going. I'm getting a ton of messages from different people across the country in the world of college football. And I'm having back and forth conversations with power five people last night. And I'm just like, you know, what are we doing here? Like, why are we making this so difficult? Right. It's very easy. Let every student athlete, every coach vote, right? Let them vote. I mean, we pride ourselves on being the greatest country in the world. We preach to people all the time, if you want to make change, vote. Well, it should be no different in college football. You should be allowed to vote. To me, the people that are out there, I have been out there for two days in a row now. It's 8,000 bazillion degrees out there on that practice field. And I'm burning up and I'm not even doing anything. I'm just sitting there being lazy. And these cats are out there just tearing it up. Throwing up, just pushing their bodies to the end limits. Why? To play the game of football. Right. The coaches, busting their tails, sweating to death, doing everything that they're doing, putting in countless hours so that we can have college football this year, and all of a sudden we have these cats that are wearing two and $3,000 suits trying to make the decision.
8: Right. Also, during the break, breaking news from Brett McMurphy uh he's one of those guys that we were i was talking about you earlier i said that, you know when he puts something out there i mean he's pretty reliable but uh for those out there most that, of the time yeah but those of you out there that are uh old dominion fans old dominion university part of the conference usa has uh announced they're canceling fall football season season and all fall sports old dominion university cusa uh, in case you're wondering
7: old dominion football last year one in an eleven and oh and eight Woo! in the conference usa all right uh you are uh calmer solutions hot topic of the day time now for the calmer solutions hot topic of the day calmer solutions 1805 executive drive is the new location All righty, boys and girls, your Calmer Solutions Hot Topic of the Day on this My Jam Movie Monday. Should the student athletes and coaches be able to vote on whether or not they have a college football season? Right now, 79% of the votes on our Rhino Car Wash social media sideline on Twitter say, yep, they should be allowed to vote on whether or not they play. Let's head to the back in action hotline now, and we'll talk to our man, Zach. What up, dude?
6: Let me tell you something. That little how State slut nuts can go to hell.
7: <laughs> boy, boy, she gonna show up on your doorstep, brother.
6: Her best, hey, it's only Monday, but best call of the week already. There uh, is a mad white woman.
7: She is, she is fired up. <laughs> she said, she says on Facebook Live, uh, quote, I'm thunderstruck. <laughs>
6: hey, and Chuck's in Chuck there trying to freaking laugh.
7: Chuck was like,
10: whoa, what did I do?
6: Chuck in a snickering time to I'll feel for it, but damn, that's, that's some good stuff right there, fellas.
7: Oh, man. And it's only Monday.
6: Hi, hey, I'm not going to mention one word about mosquitoes either, so I'm not, I don't want to, you know what I mean? A My Jam Mosquito Monday? I'm not going to say a damn word about it.
7: Oh, man. Wow.
6: But uh, I, I, I do think that the students, Athletes and the coaches should be able to uh, <clears throat> vote because they're going to be the ones putting themselves at risk. They're going to be the ones in the in the line of fire if They, think, they get sick, the fans aren't. Let yeah. them decide and then go from there. You
7: know, you know uh, they, Zach, I had a I had a conversation yesterday with a parent of one of the student athletes, a prominent student athlete here at Arkansas State, and uh, our conversation was uh, this individual was like, look. You know, they're, they're putting in all this work as, as a parent, this individual said, I, you know, I feel absolutely safe knowing that, that my son is here, uh, in, in the protocols that they have in place. There's no doubt in my mind. And they made it clear. They want the season. I mean, they want the season, whether fans are in the stands or not. This individual said, Hey, I have no problem. I'll grab my drink, sit back and watch it on television. I want them to be able to play. I'm I'm telling you, if you ask the parents – and see, that's that's where my problem comes in. Why is it the ones that are supposedly making the decision are not the ones that are on the field busting their tail? They're not the coaches who are, are putting in countless hours, being away from family, doing everything that they can to make sure that a season is possible. I mean, why is it that they're the ones doing this and they're not the ones at risk?
6: I agree with you 100%. I agree with you 100%. But, yeah, you know, let the players and the coaches get a vote. They deserve a vote. Like you said, all this work down the drain for nothing if they don't even let them at least have a And what coaches. has happened,
7: Zach, what has happened in the last week that is, has that is all of a sudden made college football so unsafe? Nothing has happened in the world of college sports that his autumn all all, all all of the sudden said, "Oh my gosh, we can't have this season. Why in the world are teams jumping out, filling up their schedule, adjusting their schedule? The ACC welcoming in Notre Dame, doing all of this work right now, and all of the sudden it's like, wait a minute, we can't have a season. What has changed? The the virus is what know. it and, is. It, it's I mean the numbers. It's not like the numbers have skyrocketed because they haven't. And so so what has happened?
6: A Nothing, man. Give give them a fighting chance. You get you get you him baseball a chance.
7: I say we blame it on the Cardinals.
6: Oh my well maybe. Hey, is today uh, movie Monday? It is, brother. It is. I'll tell you what, can I get the theme from the exorcist from Miss Lisa? She's gonna be like that <laughs> woman, Linda Blair, her damn head spinning. Green doctor lightning coming out of her mouth, spitting all over the place that she don't get her football. So all right. the exorcist theme, all right.
7: I got you covered, brother.
6: And and Walls could be the priest.
7: Oh, you know. I have exercised the demons. <laughs> See y'all. Say See buddy. You know, that that's what I don't understand. You know, uh, we, we talk about it, Walls. We we talk about it from a risk standpoint. To me, the coaches, even the support staff, I wanna I'm talking about even the GAs should be involved in this. They're they're putting themselves at risk as well. Train athletic training staff. I mean, even if we want to bring in the spirit squads as well, if they're going to be there and they're going to be involved, bring them in. See, let's see what their opinion is. The people that are absolutely putting themselves at risk. Why don't we leave it up to them? Let's leave it up to them to make this decision. Again, as a parent of a high school athlete, we understand what the risk is, but guess what? They've been working out and practicing for about two months. Yeah. So you're telling me you want to pull the plug on their season after they've been working out for
8: two months? Well, not at all, only at Arkansas State, but all these, these schools that we're talking about, they've been working out and going to school and doing everything all that
7: That's my point. All summer long. Why would you allow them to put in all this work for nothing? Right. If it was going to be a problem, this should have happened long ago. Right. Why would you do it when it when – why? Because it's getting real and games are about to happen? I mean, Arkansas State in Memphis – are playing on September 5th. It's August 10th. Right. And and furthermore, Arkansas State adds UCA at the end of the week mm-hmm. last week to the schedule. Is Of course, things have gotten a little murky in the last 24 hours, but I do know that Arkansas State is get, was getting ready to add a 12th game to their schedule. We've got to wait on that particular conference to say what they're going to do, mm-hmm. but I would tell you, that they were getting ready to add a Power 5 team to their to their schedule. I'm not going to say who. Not right now because it's not my place. But they were getting ready to do that. But now these last 24 hours with what the Big Ten and the Pac-12 are doing, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. But they're getting ready to add a Power 5 team to their schedule on the road.
8: But it still goes back to what I said earlier, is that this is why I don't understand – is that you know the Big Twelve came out first part of July and said, "Hey, we're only going to play conference games."
7: What are the big what What is the Big Ten doing?
8: I mean, I mean, did I say Big Twelve? I mean, Big Big Ten. I know what you meant. I mean, the Big Ten. They said we're only going to play conference games. So that, right then and there, we knew we, we lost Michigan. And then you know, and then then last week they came out with the conference schedule for football for this season.
7: Why are you putting in all that work? Yeah, to just come and say, "Well, we're going to vote now." Why didn't you vote a month ago? Why didn't you vote a month ago? What has changed in the last month in this pandemic that makes you go, "Well, things are way different now well, than they were a month ago." No, they're not. But,
8: but think about this. What, what what think of this just for a second. What if you're the CEO of the Big 10 network and you're you're sitting there talking to the AD say, "Hey, we need a schedule. Well, we need a schedule. We you've need You got a schedule. advertisers we, locked in. Yeah. Yeah, and then once you finally got the schedule, okay, and then you you you've probably and your staff have been working on trying to get everything together, you know, since the schedule came out last week because now you know what what games you're going to cover in the Big Ten Network. Okay? And like you said, you're locking in advertisers. You're locking in support staff. You're locking in travel. You're locking in, okay, you know, what games we're going to cover. Again. And, and then all of a sudden it's like, boom
7: you you've got you've got student athletes and coaches out there risking it in 110 degree heat index and they still to this day don't even know if they're going to play right can you imagine can you imagine all of that work pushing your body to the brink and you're like oh yeah and we're still sitting here and we have no idea why in the world when you've had months this pandemic started in march mm-hmm. You've had months to figure this out. And now we're less than a month away from game 1 and all of a sudden it's like whoa 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 wait a minute. You've had plenty of time. Plenty of time to get some kind of plan in order. Where is the NCAA? Where are they? Because I'm not seeing them do anything. And you want to know? We've said it for for months, we've said it for years that eventually the NCAA is going to be no more they're showing why right now where are they during all of this well, they are
8: not doing a dang thing well th- technically they're saying well that's the college football association we have nothing to do with it
7: good then i don't want to hear a word
8: from you <laughs> don't don't you don't need to have a comment on nothing see that's the one thing people don't understand The NCAA runs every other championship and everything else in every other sport except college football.
7: Uh, Let's see. uh, Blake Burnett chiming in on the Quality Farm Supply text line. Uh, I don't even know how many zeros this is, but he's basically saying it's five bazillion percent. Uh, all about liability, that's it, period Nothing more, nothing less He says in the scheduling and all the talk leading up uh, To this was coaches and ADs Now the president's getting involved In the real decisions being made He said, I've said since April 15th Not one high score or power five will kick the first ball uh, I, I wouldn't count that out yet Wouldn't count it out yet Let's uh, let's head to the Back in Action hotline And we'll talk to Buffalo Gal How are you doing?
5: Oh, I'm Actually all are giving me a stomachache. Everybody's so upset this morning about uh but uh, I mean I, I what I feel for are the people here in Jonesboro. The business people. If there is no football. It is I mean, the this pandemic has already hurt our economy. The tornado hurt our economy. There are still stores out there that are completely torn up. You know, and, I mean, Billards and and Pennies have reopened. But, I mean, you know, I mean, there's restaurants. There's motels and hotels. And I hope the Sunbelt does the right thing and lets these kids play. Even if everybody else says no, I hope the Sun Belt goes ahead and does it because I think these coaches and all the people that are on the coaching staff, they know what they're doing because, you know, I don't believe they've announced. uh, I mean, not that I guess they would have to, but I don't think since in the last two weeks they have had any other people on the football team that have come down with this virus.
8: You talking and about I it, at was Arkansas very State?
5: At Arkansas
1: State.
8: Okay. Well, well uh, I mean, I'll say this with the, with
7: the protocols. If there is any sign whatsoever, like anything, like running a fever, slight cough, don't feel good, they're not taking any chances. The, those student athletes are being asked to quarantine and be away from the team. If for any reason they think there's anything going on, and I know they're, that's not just at Arkansas State, that's that's probably nationwide at this point. Nobody has taken any chances. Lord knows, uh, two teams in in Major League Baseball have shown us not to take any chances with anything. If you think somebody may or may not be COVID positive, no,
5: I I, I agree. I'm saying I agree with what you say, and I'm say- what I'm saying is that. I think Blake Anderson is being and his staff are being very careful with these young young men's health and their lives and their future. And uh I just think that uh you know, at some point we've got to try to get back to a little bit of normalcy. Maybe they won't play all of the games, but I hope the sun belt at least allows, you know, uh us to play some games because I think we can distance ourselves and you know I, it seems to me, a lot of people I think they're upset because there's a lot of people that they live for tailgating. You know they have as much fun tailgating as they do going and 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 yelling for the Redskins at the I mean not the Redskins the Red Wolves at the ball games. And then, you know, at our school, you can come out during halftime and have dessert or whatever, and then go back in and watch the rest of the game. But uh, I really hope we have it because, I mean, I really hope we can go forward with it. And I certainly hope that high school, I agree with y'all, high school should be able to, to play if they want to. But I also agree with your question of the day, or I agree with the majority. I think they should let the coaches, the people that play, the cheerleaders, the everybody that's involved with the sport vote on whether they want to do it. But uh, I agree. If, if, if high school doesn't at least get to play a couple of games next year, you know who are they going to recruit? Because uh, it doesn't carry over. If they skip a year of football, well,
7: and it's interesting, training is going to be down the drain, and it's going to be almost
5: start all over. And it's you know, I just I don't know. Well, I had a
7: conversation yesterday uh, afternoon. I got a I got a message from an NFL scout that I'm close to, or or, excuse me, an NFL uh, agent that I'm close to, and he was asking my opinion on a few things, and you know, even for them. When you look at the ripple effect for the NFL, sure, you know who some of the first round talent is. You know, like Trevor Lawrence coming out being very proactive, like a lot of college football players are doing right now, saying we want to play. If if Trevor Lawrence doesn't take another snap, we'll be the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. But this this conversation I was having with this agent was, look, you know, to, to me, if college football doesn't happen in the fall, then does it happen in the spring? If it happens in the spring, does it start like in January? I mean, when, how soon do you start it if you start getting into 2021? How soon does it start? Then does the NFL then push back the combine? Do they push back pro days? Do they push back the draft? Because your next crop of athletes that will be coming into the world's single largest sports entity, that being the NFL, then how do you handle that? And so to me, if you don't have college football in the fall, then there's a whole lot of more questions you're gonna have to ask and, and answer because it's gonna have a, a giant a
8: ginormous
7: ripple effect into the NFL well, and other leagues. Well
8: the other thing too, a lot of those those players that are are considered high Draft picks, okay, after this football season already, you know do they play in the spring? Do they take that chance? well
7: and and so again, it's a huge ripple effect, no matter how you want to look at it. It's a huge ripple effect, and it's not just that easy i'm reading a, I'm reading something right now uh Scott Satterfield, of course, he's the former head coach at Appalachian State University. He's now the head coach at Louisville. He has come out and said in the last fifteen minutes that the plan for the ACC is to move forward with football. So right now, we're being told the SEC and the ACC are planning on moving forward with football. Now we need to hear from the Big 12.
5: Well, I agree with Miss Lisa, that Big 10 and the Big 12 don't want to play. fine. Keep your guys at home, you know. But the other thing, you know, that it's going to affect if they do this thing in the spring, it's going to be basketball. Because, I mean, and, and I agree with both of you about, or I know, I think both of you are just, I think the NCAA, NCAA has done a horrible job of trying to handle all of this.
7: They've and been I mean, absent. The
5: NCAA handled, they're not, I mean, it's like, Where is has the guy been on vacation all summer? Mark Emmert. Where has he been? Why decisions? Oh, yeah, I heard him on TV last week a couple of times. I don't know if y'all did or not. The guy is a zombie. He's a zombie. What is he on?
7: Uh, He's a high-paid zombie. 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 (laughs) he
5: can hardly talk. Well, yeah, he's high-paid. For what? For what? He can't make a decision. do not he can make a decision? As my mother used to say, you know, to get out of the rain and the lightning, because there's plenty of lightning and thunder going on right now. And that guy cannot make a decision on hardly anything. And when he does, it's like it's too late.
7: Well, let me just so, tell you, Mark, Mark Emmert. Really, I, I was I was looking at this. Mark Emmert in 2017, now keep in mind, that was 2017. This is 2020 now. And he was anticipated to have a 60% increase in his pay by 2020. In 2017, Mark Emmert made $3.9 million. Well,
5: to me, he can give $2 million back and we can spread it among the, the college team. Now, don't too much about old dominion in virginia because uh, we lived in virginia for about 20 years and old Dominion's always in trouble they don't get enough money they don't spend their money wisely and they used to have a really good women's basketball team but that's fallen through the cracks and they've tried to have a good football team but i mean a high school team could almost beat them i mean i'm not but you know what i was really impressed with last week uh after Blake Anderson had that uh, press conference on Thursday, the, the media day that they usually have, he lets the student athletes, his student players talk. And most of them said that they were wanting to be examples and they were wanting to help with leadership in the new players that had shown up. And that, tell me or I think this is what it tells me is that they want to help these younger players do the right thing they don't want them congregating they don't want them going to parties they don't want them going places they shouldn't they want to keep them healthy they want to keep them healthy now just think what if somebody had taken that attitude on the St. Louis Cardinals (laughs) gosh those guys can't seem to They must not have read about this virus. Where have they been all summer? You know, I mean, it's just so unusual how, and I mean, look at the Jonesboro High School team. They've been doing well, and they have, I think they've had one or two cases back when they first started listing whites and that kind of stuff. But if these younger kids understand how serious this is, how can't some of these older ones? But anyway, um, I enjoy your show, and I'm glad y'all didn't go on vacation last week like everybody else did. And I feel sorry for, I mean, my sympathy goes to Miss Lisa. I hope she can find some uh, comfort in in something, but uh, it's just everything. I, I just hope that Jonesboro, that ASU plays, and that the Jonesboro merchants will not be left. I mean, think about when University of Miami, of course, it was because of the hurricane. but when they didn't show up, I mean, I talked to a lot of different restaurant managers that had, you know, they brought in a lot of extra food for the weekend. You know, what do you do with that? Especially if it's, already, you know, I don't know. It, it, it's Anyway, y'all have a good day.
7: All right. Take care. You too. Buffalo gal on the back in action hotline. By request, our man Zach wanted a little Exorcist to send out to Miss Lisa. It's a my jam movie. Monday, eleven thirty-four. Something tells me this show could go like I don't know eight hours today. And we would have we would have plenty to talk about well, and go over. We've
8: done eight hours before.
7: Uh, definitely done that before. But we, we got about 26 minutes left in our show, and then we'll get out of the way and let Miss Kara Ritchie come in and take the reins from 12 to 2 on the Workday Red Zone. I'm sure she's going to have plenty for you as well. So uh, you can check her out. And also uh, the drive with Brad Bobo. Uh, speaking of being on vacation. Uh, he's going to be back, and uh, he'll be ready and raring to, to go. Uh, speaking of the drive, I, I want to get this in. Uh, programming note coming from our man Will. Uh, tomorrow's Grizzlies game has been moved from 5 p.m. to 4. So it'll be a very, very abbreviated drive tomorrow uh, because uh, pregame will start at 3.30 for the Memphis Grizzlies. And then uh, also, let's see, there'll be no drive uh, on Thursday due to grizzlies Bucks. pregame, tip-off at 3 o'clock, so uh, make note of that uh, as well. So there you go. We'll hit this break. We'll come back. Five random facts on this Monday. Brought to you by Orville's Men's Store. Shop Orville's. Show off your stash. Disruptive may be just another overused buzzword.
1: Quality Farm Supply,
10: now
0: that's quality.
4: This is Jesse from Quality Farm Supply. We hope and pray that everyone is staying healthy and safe during this uncertain time. Many of our unsung heroes, including the American farmers, are still working to keep America going. The American farmers have always known that not going to work is just not an option. Quality Farm Supply wants to say thank you and to let you know that we will be here to help keep you supplied with the parts you need to stay up and running. We are open as usual, or you can call ahead, and we will be glad to bring your parts out to you to get you back to work as soon as possible. Quality Farm Supply. Serving the farmers of NEA at our new location in Truman on Highway 463, two miles south of our old location, and on Industrial Drive in Jonesboro. Quality Farm Supply. Northeast Arkansas, family-owned and operated for over 50 years. Now that's quality.
1: You one-stop shop for the parts you need.
2: You'll be glad you came to see us. Unicol Bank.
11: Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Investing in you. Come see us.
3: At Rhino Car Wash. Hi, I'm Raymond Denon, Vice President of Optima Tax Relief. If you're in debt to the IRS, there's a lot you need to know. Starting with rule number one don't mess with the IRS. They can garnish your paycheck, levy your bank accounts, even take your home or business. That's all true. But it's also true that there's a way out. It's called the Fresh Start Initiative. Call Optima for a free consultation. Call 800-559-8226. 800-559-8226. (laughs) 800-559-8226.
0: Optima Tax
3: Relief Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com We won't rest until every man is well dressed. At Orville's, the store for men, on Nettleton next to Steamroller Blues. Exclusive brands for Jonesboro and all of Northeast Arkansas. Johnny O, Southern Tide, Johnston and Murphy, Saks, Strong Suit, Onward Reserve, and so much more. Outstanding, high-end quality clothing at a great price. We truly want you to look good with unbeatable 2612 East Nettleton, just off Red Wolf Boulevard, next to Steamroller Blues. Or shop online at MS.com. Like us on Facebook and follow Orville's on Instagram.
0: And now,
2: a thought from GEICO Motorcycle.
0: It took 15 minutes to purchase the gas station egg salad. Eat the gas station egg salad.
3: let you
7: leave without a I'm talking to you, college football. Don't don't think you could just walk away. You, you cannot just walk away from us, college football. We're not going to allow it. We're not going to – hey, and you know what? Come September, I'm going to look at you, and I'm going to say, take a look at me now. Take a look at me now, damn it.
8: You know, we were talking during the break. You know, uh, the thing is, is – is that you know a lot of people are waiting on the Big Twelve, which I, th- I I think the Big Twelve is going to say yes because you know they're always comparing themselves. Well, to the that's SEC, who we're waiting on right now, you know. But you know if 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 Conference USA and the Mountain West decides no, we don't want we're not going to play, and the Sun Belt says yeah, we're going to play, AAC. Yeah, but but picture this, folks: the a- ACC, the SEC, the Sun Belt, and the Big Twelve. I mean, you're going to have just like one area of the country. Well, and the
7: AAC. I mean, they're all just all right
8: here. But that's what I'll say. You're going to have one area of the country that's just going going to be playing football.
7: (laughs) It's going to be a football hotbed. And here's the thing. So right now, this is all we know right now. Seven of the ten conferences are still in. Yeah. That's what we know right now. Big Ten, out. Pac-12, I haven't seen an official vote on Pac-12, but we're assuming...
8: Uh, it's, I think it's tomorrow. That We're assuming they're going to be out. It's, it's tomorrow that, that they're having their vote, but all the sources and all the insiders saying, yeah, they're going to follow the so, big Ten. So then that
7: leaves right now. The ACC and the SEC both say they're in. Yeah. I have I have looked at that, and I've even reached out and talked to some people that I know in that world, and right now that is the overwhelming sentiment is those two are in. We're waiting on the Big 12. Of course, Bob Bowlesby, who knows what that dude, because he's a different cat. But we're waiting to see what's going to come out of that world. What's going to happen out of the Big 12? And I think The Big 12 typically uniforms itself with what the SEC does. Right. And I think they're meeting tomorrow, I think, if, so I, if I remember right. we're waiting on that. Now, so if you have three of the five Power Five conferences in, right now still four of the five G5s are still in. As of right now, um, I, and, and I told Walls this. I said, right now, everybody just needs to latch on to the SEC. Ride ride that. Ride that train. Because as long as they stay in, the ACC's already in. If you get the Big 12 in, I mean, who, who cares? Because the reality of it is, for sure with the ACC and the SEC, here's the reality with those two conferences. They're playing conference only anyway. Mm-hmm. So they dictate what they're doing. Right. It's not like they have to go, well, I don't know if we can play this season because, well, the Big Ten's out. They don't care. Right. The Big Ten means nothing the, to them. The
8: SEC's like your mom saying, we're all eating liver tonight. And you're like, but
7: I don't like liver.
8: <laughs> it doesn't matter. But I'm going to eat
7: it anyway. Yes. So, so those two are in. If the Big 12 is in, three of the five are in. It, it's my understanding – That from a standpoint of the Sun Belt, right now the Sun Belt's in. Yeah. With both feet. Yeah. The AAC folks that I know feel like they're in with both feet. The one conference in the G5 that I'm not sure about right now is Conference USA.
8: Which Old Dominion of Conference USA. Which just
7: dropped out. Yeah. I'm not sure about them at the moment. But... The Big 12, we're waiting on you. What does the Big 12 say? All right, it's 1147. Back in action, Hotline 870-330-0927. Quality Farm Supply Text Line, 870-372-RWRC. That is 7972. And, of course, as always, you can reach us all across that bright and very, very shiny, freshly vacuumed Rhino Car Wash social media sideline, Twitter, Instagram, and the Facebook
8: on this My Jam Movie Monday, uh, or man, EJ just texted me to the Big Ten announced they're not playing. Uh, yeah, we've been talking about it yeah, all day. Yeah,
7: EJ, EJ's just tuning in. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's like uh, that's been the whole show, EJ. Yeah. <laughs> that's been the whole show, brother. Welcome in though. Um, so we know right now. I mean, this is this is kind of what we know. We know the Big Ten's out. We know the SEC and the ACC are in. Looks like Pac-12 is going to be out. What's the Big Twelve do? Yeah. What do they do? That's that's uh, going to be something to pay attention to. 1148. All right, let's get into five random facts on this Monday. It's brought to you by Orville's Men's Store. Shop Orville's. Show off your stash.
9: Trends come and go, but personal style is timeless. Your wardrobe is your own stash of style, ready to be brought out for any occasion. Orville's Men's Store knows what you like, and they keep you in style season after season with quality suits and clothing from quality brands like Strong Suit, Vineyard Vines, Southern Tide, Johnson & Murphy, and more. So when everyone else is following the crowd, blaze your own path with the help of Orville's Men's Store on Nettleton in Jonesboro. Visit Orville's for gift cards and inventory and follow Orville's Men's Store on Facebook for deals and giveaways. Orville's Men's Store, show off your stash.
7: All righty, boys and girls. Tis time for five random facts. On this Monday. Oh, by the way, I meant to mention this earlier. Our man G yeah. chimed in when we were talking about summer rental and I mentioned Mark Harmon. Summer school.
8: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Summer school.
7: Right. Yeah. But uh, G got me corrected there, so I appreciate that. Uh, but five random facts on this Monday brought to you by Orville's Men's Store Shop. Orville, show off your stash. Number five. Numino Cinco, darling. All right, Walls. John Tyler was 10th president of the United States from 1841 to 1845. Okay. Okay? All right. He died in 1862. Uh-huh. Okay? And believe it or not, he still has two living grandchildren. To this day. Wow. Not great, great, great grandchildren. They're both in their
8: 90s. Wow.
7: (laughs) Jeez. And one of them's Uncle
8: Walls. So
7: anyway, (laughs) number four.
8: (laughs) Numero (laughs) quattro.
7: Random fact on this Monday is brought to you by Orville's Men's Store Shop. Orville's, show off your stash. We keep telling you this as a reminder. If you'd like to shop online, you want to see what Orville's has to offer, go to orvillesms.com. If you purchase something, use promo code 20STRONG. You can get 20% off your order online at orvillesms.com. And on top of that, you also get free shipping let them know we sent you. Number four, the coldest inhabited place on Earth, Walls, is a village called uh, oof. Oymyakon. Oymyakon uh, is the name of the village, mm. and it's in Siberia, Russia. Ah, Oymyakon. Okay, if you were to go outside naked, yeah, on an average day, are you ready for this? You would freeze to death. In one minute. Ooh. One minute. Brrr. It's are you ready for this? <laughs> yeah. It's record low temperature is
8: negative ninety six degrees Fahrenheit. So what you're telling me that it is not the garden spot of Russia. Uh, this,
7: what, what I'm telling you is walls, what I'm telling you is, is you got to make sure you let your faucets drip yeah. at night Yeah, um, or else you'll have frozen pipes. And yeah. that's a problem that none of us want. And, uh, in uncle wall's case, he just needs his pipes to work. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> Are you okay over there? <laughs> Are you good? number three random fact on this monday is brought to you by orville's men's store sax brand underwear the men have spoken they have voted oh speaking of voting the men have voted and say that sax brand underwear is the most comfortable underwear on the market guess what you can buy it at orville's men's store uh walls indiana yeah, has eleven. Of,
8: we know they're not playing football this fall, well,
7: or so we think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who knows they they might become a member of the Six A East. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, the Indiana uh, Indiana has eleven of the twelve largest high school basketball gyms in the country.
8: Well, yeah, okay, now say that one more time. The state of Indiana yeah.
7: has eleven of the twelve largest high school basketball gyms in the country. Wow. Okay uh the only one that's not in indiana is in texas
8: hmm. so there you go now this is high school gyms right correct do, uh, do they play a lot of high school basketball in indiana uh, man i don't know i
7: thought it i thought high school basketball ended in indiana when larry bird left well i thought it
8: was you know hoosiers was you know better. yeah
7: I, I need you to jump up <laughs> there with that tape measure real quick uh. Uh, number two, Numeral dose. Random fact on this Monday, College. brought to you by Orville's Men's Store. Hey, go see our good friend Clarence Rex at uh at Orville's uh, Men's Store. Listen, you've got you've got a rack of clothing in the store that's ten dollars. Yeah, ten dollars. You know, oftentimes that's maybe the biggest question we've ever gotten about Orville's Men's Store since the day they jumped on board. Is there something in there for our budget? I promise you this. There is something in there for everyone's budget. Check it out yourself and uh, let me know what you think. Walls, if the sun exploded. Yeah. Are
8: you ready for this? Uh, it wouldn't be good.
7: Uh, no, it's uh, very, very bad. And in, in 2020, let's not even joke about it. <laughs> if the sun exploded, yeah, it would take eight minutes and 20 seconds for all of the energy to hit us.
8: Yeah. And. And. Uh, Kill us all. Well, I was going to say, with that eight minutes, uh, I would advise you to stick your head between and uh, kiss it goodbye.
7: Uh, You know, for eight minutes and 20 seconds, I'm running around bucket naked (laughs) everywhere, and I don't even care. Uh, I don't even care. I just hope it's really warm outside. Last but not least, the number one random fact. On this Monday, it's brought to you by Orville's Men's Store. Shop Orville's, show off your stash, and give the gift of Orville's year-round. Gift cards are always available at Orville's. Let them know we sent you. Like them on Facebook. Follow them on Instagram as well. Uh, Wall's Quaker Oats, okay? Quaker Oats briefly owned a video game company from 1982 to 1983 that made Atari games. Okay. Huh. They released 14 games in that time, but nothing was even close to a hit, so they shut down the division. You think? There you go. 14 games, and they swung and missed 14 times. Yeah, here's your
8: sign. And that's the guy who's running. He left, and he went to to Coca-Cola and says, hey, let's change the formula.
7: There you go. All right. We got to roll quickly so we can get up out of here and make way for Miss Kara Ritchie. Coming up next, we're going to get right into buy the Numbers brought to you by United Pawn Brokers of Jonesboro. It's Michael Steele for United Pawn Brokers on G Street right across from Sonic,
2: where we sell more guns than anywhere in northeast Arkansas. And why is that? We have the best selection and the best price, bottom line, at United Pawn Brokers. At United Pawn Brokers, you'll always save more money. If you're looking for a special duck gun, a special deer rifle, that special pistol or an AR, Come to United Pawn Brokers on G Street across from Sonic. You'll find what you're looking for at the guaranteed lowest price. United Pawn Brokers on G Street across from Sonic. Red
0: Wolf Roll Call Radio Network. Time now for Buy the Numbers. Buy the Numbers is exhibition, not competition. Please, no wagering. If you do have a gambling problem, call 1-800-BETS-OFF.
8: All righty, from the home office in Decatur, Alabama, this is today's Buy the Numbers. little NBA action here today. Okay. I like it. All right. So, two players in the history of the NBA that were 20 years old or younger, okay, okay, scored at least 17 points per game and shot 34% or higher from the three-point line. The first one, LeBron James. Okay. The second one, Ja Morant. Happy birthday to Ja Morant. He's 21 years old today. Ja. He's legal. He is a stud. But, yeah, only two. Uh, well, and I'll tell
7: you this. Let me uh, let me publicly apologize to Carmelo Anthony. He has played his ass off for the Portland Trail Blazers. Uh, I've given him a hard time, but he has been playing very, very well. And don't look now. There's Portland pushing uh, the Grizzlies to the brink. Did
8: I not see... C- correct. We the did- Pelicans
7: are eliminated. Yeah, that's okay. that's I, I, I knew where you yeah, were yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. Pelicans and Kings have been eliminated. Okay. So uh, the NBA has not gotten their wish with Zion Williamson. And, uh, oh, by the way, Darn. I don't know if you've seen Darn. if you've seen Lonzo Ball's numbers in the bubble. Yeah. Woo! They are brutal. <laughs> Bru- brutal. So, uh, anyway. All right, we're going to try to quickly do a DMR before we get up out of here. And it looks like we're going to end up maybe... Uh, it de- it depends it might be too early but there's going to be a one game playoff for sure uh, in the west we're just not sure who the two teams are going to be but right now it's looking like portland may end up sneaking up in there and uh, could be portland memphis let's not count out the spurs quite yet either
3: Stay young, auto body, take care of you. changes everywhere even in the auto body industry Stadium Auto Body is changing with the industry to adapt to deliver you excellent quality repairs, superior customer service, and a quick turnaround time start to finish. Stadium Auto Body gets you back on the road fast. Stadium Auto Body on Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro and Highway 49 North in
4: Paragold. Stadium Auto Body, take care of you.
3: All
7: righty, walls. Uh, Quick DMR before we have to get up out of here. Uh, This damn man really here, this one's an interesting one. There's a 40-year-old guy named Brian Duffy in Pinellas Park, Florida. Yeah. Happens to be where my father lives. And a few weeks ago, he went to a 7-Eleven. He got into an argument with the clerk about the price of a Slurpee. Ah. Uh, The female clerk wound up taking the Slurpee away from Brian when he refused to pay for it. And Brian slapped the cup out of her hand. So the Slurpee flew all over her. Well, guess what? Brian was arrested for battery. And since he has another battery conviction, he was charged with the felony. Ah!
8: No slurpy for you. Come back one year.
7: Yes. Slurpee. Attack of the Slurpee. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, we're gonna get out of here again. Miss Kara Ritchie's coming up next. Uh, thank you, boys and girls, uh, for making today's show very, very eventful. And uh, we, of course, will be back tomorrow doing the dang thing. Uh, Hey, uh, J Town's Grill, two for Tuesday. Miss Kara Ritchie's coming up next for Uncle Walls. I'm JC. I leave you like I do each and every day. If you're gonna do it, do it right, and if you do it right, do it twice. Y'all take care. God bless, Walls. Goodbye.
0: Since day one of Red Wolf Roll Call, we've had one official barber. One